Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome again. Um, my guest this week is Dustin. Hello, Dustin. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> very short. Hello. Um, yeah. So I feel like I haven't talked to you in a very, very long time. So I'm going to start with saying congrats on your engagement because I you. don't think I haven't. I, I know I haven't really talked to you about anything since then. Yeah, no. uh, so congratulations no. on your beautiful fiance. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. It's very exciting. Yeah, it is. How long has it been now that you've been engaged? Uh, since February 2020, right before the pandemic started. Oh, okay. Yes. The joys of that year. That's good, though. Yeah. I won't be that person. I don't need to know when you're getting married. That's your own business. Uh, so we'll get into talking about why you're here. So I'm going to start with like, I know that you are heavily involved in baseball in the local community. Like what got you into baseball? Um, like I've always been huge into sports since mm -hmm. I was a kid. Um, I played a ton of sports as a kid mm -hmm. and just uh, got out of it as I got into my adulthood and, you know, through college and after it was more into hanging out and drinking with friends than playing ball so correct and doing sports so uh after that became you know boring too i got back into playing baseball which i love so um needed something to do to keep in shape and not just sit around as an adult and yep got um, back into it. yeah before covid how many teams were you involved in because i know that since covid sports have been kind of up and down but yeah. before that like i feel like you were involved in a lot of different leagues yeah, I play, um, generally I play like a, in a co-ed league. Um, like I just play slow pitch softball. Mm -hmm. um, co-ed on Sunday nights. I play in a men's league on Monday nights. Wednesday nights I play co-ed and Thursday nights I play co-ed. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. I found playing on one team, I only played one year and I sucked, but I also was healing from a broken ankle. So I sucked for other reasons. Oh, yeah. uh, but I felt trying to be involved with one league is challenging sometimes. I don't know how it's, you do that many. It started with one. Like when I got back into it, it started with one and then it was Sunday nights and then it just became not enough for me. Mm -hmm. Like it got kind of addictive where I was just, I wasn't playing that. I was just sitting at home watching TV anyway. So I would just wait all week to play the once. So it just became another night and another night. Mm -hmm. It's not it's, a bad uh, thing to get addicted to, right? Like it's active, no, social. Of, yeah. The amount of friends that I've gained from it are like most of my friends are people from ball now. So there you go. So since COVID, like, I think I've seen you post, are you back getting to play right now? Yep. yep. Our league, uh, most of the leagues are back now with restrictions and uh, kind of a shortened season, but pretty much all of my teams that I was on before I, I'm on again now. Okay. So uh, I'll ask you this with COVID, what are your restrictions for sports teams? Cause I don't know that. There's, I mean, there's actually not that many. Um, they just, they tell you distance and stuff, mm -hmm. which is kind of hard with sports. Um, baseball is a little easier to distance than like yeah. contact sports like hockey yeah. and stuff. Um, except for when, you know, you're running to a base and someone's about to tag you or something, then you get a little close. But I mean, it's a lot different from before. Like you don't really hang out in the dugout with the rest oh. of the team anymore. You kind of just spread out and do your own thing. But um, yeah, we still try to not go as near people yeah it's hard like you say like 
there's really so much you can do but do they let spectators watch or no is that something they don't want people to do uh they they do now they weren't at first we were told don't bring any spectators um they got rid of the like the seating at the the complexes and stuff just to discourage spectators from coming and stuff um which is kind of a shame too because a lot of people bring their kids and stuff Mm -hmm. and their kids can play with friends while they're but that's kind of discouraged during this time so yeah that's covid for you right um do you guys play over at the um, i call it the tree nursery it's not that uh the spring water something yeah there's the spring water tree nursery yeah park and then yeah we play there or across at the berry sports complex oh okay yeah yeah yes that's where i played sometimes when i had that one year Okay, so uh, the big thing I wanted to talk to you about, because I know that you, from what I can see, maybe correct me if I say this wrong, that you are, you seem fairly involved in the Special Olympics bearing. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, absolutely. So tell people what it is and kind of what do they do? Pretend people are, have no clue. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I guess. So Special Olympics is uh, just sports leagues and uh designed for people with um, just people with like mental disabilities uh, from anywhere from autism to, um, you know, any sort of mental delays, Uh stuff like that. Um, And it's just a way for them to keep active. There's, there's lots of different levels. There's, um, I think it starts as early as eight years old um, where it's just, not sports based but it's just keeping them actually active and there's like all sorts of i'm not involved in that part but there's (laughs) i know there's different sports programs that they keep in just so that they're able to keep active at home and uh then as they get older they're able to join sports and stuff like that yeah i just quickly uh, googled and they have a lot of different sports that they list here a lot of different yeah I i forget what the the one for when they're really young is called it's active something uh, active start is, maybe, maybe and then uh i'm mostly start, involved yeah. in like i yeah yeah i'm like i got involved because of uh, a girl i was dating at the time her brother has special needs and okay. uh he was heavily involved in special olympics and i was like you know i love sports so this definitely interests me and um giving back is something that uh always I've always wanted to do just could never find the right thing like I've done some stuff with big brothers big sisters and Mm -hmm. but something that was involved with sports as well was definitely interested me so I got involved through that makes sense um so I'm assuming most of the 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 stuff you do with Special Olympics Barry is the softball side of it is that correct yeah um I actually the first sport that I got involved with was floor hockey because when I wanted to get involved it was the winter time Okay, makes sense. Um, so they weren't doing softball, and I think they had enough softball volunteers at the time. And then they asked me that following summer if I'd want to come out and help with the softball. So I definitely jumped when that opportunity came. So, so um, what like what do you normally do? It sounds like you volunteer, but what are the kind of are you just there to help them with the sport, or are you organizing it, or what kind of things do you do with them to kind of set up their events? I'll call it. Yeah, so okay. in the when I first joined it was just coming out and being a volunteer just to help 
because um, they kind of have a kind of part of it is they need an adult for every five athletes okay just to keep just so it's not uh you know too much for them um so at first it was just being physically there and helping them out and um it was kind of a lot at first for me because I had never really dealt with people with special mm-hmm. needs and I didn't really know what I was getting into I just knew I loved sports yep um but it became like I loved it away just dealing with people with special needs and uh how happy-go-lucky they are and stuff like that and uh then I like I said I started with the floor hockey I got involved with softball after that and uh I've been a I was a assistant coach for softball for four years and I just took over as head coach last year cool. for the softball program. So yeah, it's just, it's just been coaching. Like there's so many different levels that you can help out with special Olympics in uh, their fundraising programs. Um, you can volunteer for anything They will take anyone to come out and help with different events, whether it's just, if it's an event they have where they need, where they're serving food, you could just, mm-hmm literally stand there and help serve food so there's so many different types of things you can help with not just being a coach in sport oh i was just saying yeah there's so many different parts of uh special olympics not just like the sport part where they need Mm -hmm. help in all the time so you can volunteer on so many different levels of uh that makes sense um how many years have you been involved with them now uh this will be this year that we're currently in, because I usually just do the softball now in the summer. This oh, wow. is my sixth year. So when do you remember yeah. the process of you getting involved? Is it per, pretty simple for people? Like, do they just go to the website or? Um, well, because I because the girl I was dating at the time was involved with it. She had many contacts that I knew. So I was able to get involved okay, through people she knew. Um, but, it, but it is simple to, I mean, you can go to their it depends on yeah. what area you live in. Like I live in Barry, so very special Olympics. Um, there's special Olympics in each different community. Um, each community will have a Facebook page or a website where you can go to and just uh, leave them a message saying, you know, I'd like to get involved and they contact you right away and they'll find something for you based on what you're able to help out in, what you want to help out in, whether it's a sport or literally just helping with events. Maybe you're, you're really good at being an event coordinator or stuff like that, then you can just help out in, in their basic fundraising events or like I said, just in coaching a sport or helping out with that. Um, Every year I see you do like a fundraiser. Is it normally for your tournament for them or what does that normally go towards? Yeah. So um, after after being involved, it was once I joined the softball team that um, we, uh, so Special Olympics, just to give you sort of a background, runs on like okay. a four-year cycle. Um, you'll have, if you start at the year one, it's, you have a year of okay. qualifying. So each sport will qualify for, they have like a, they'll have a regional tournament where all the teams from that region will have a tournament and play and whoever wins qualifies for what they call provincial games. So then the next year will be the provincial games where all the teams that won those regional tournaments come and play each other in 
uh, provincial games. And that's always, it's kind of like the Olympics in a way that it's always going to be set in a certain okay. yeah. city in the province. Um, and then the top teams from those go to national games, which will be somewhere in Canada that they've determined. And then the winners of those oh, go wow. to world games, which is the real exciting part for them, where it's anywhere in the world. It's been in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. It's been in like South Korea. That's really cool. It's just like the regular Olympics yeah. in that way, where it's yeah, it's anywhere in the world, and it's all the best athletes from from all and the is rest it of always, the games. So say say if your your Barry group did well in each one, it would be like just the Barry team that went to the like the final year, I'll call it, or is it like a mix? It's your yeah. So that's that's the thing too. So it would be, whereas in the traditional Olympics you have Team Canada, right, in the national games in the Olympics. Um, if my Barry team went to provincials, nationals, then yeah, it would actually be wow. Team Barry representing Canada um, on the. And I mean, it's always it's it always ends up being kind of a mix too because not always can um, mm-hmm. can athletes go. Like, let's say certain members of my team can't go to the national games or the world games, then then we would get athletes from other communities. So it's not always team Barry, but but really, that's pretty cool. So Um, where Um, is your team? I don't know if COVID affected last year, but where is your team right now? Are they still at like, I'll say the year one or how well are you doing? It would be (laughs) I've kind of lost track with what it would be. So I think they're they're ready to do world games this year, but they aren't. Yeah. Cause like personally, we haven't done softball. We didn't do it last year and we didn't do it this year. Um we could have maybe got some of it this year, but it just became too late that we would have only had uh okay. like one or two practices. Um because like every summer we we're just practicing week from week we're just throwing like having practices where they come and we prepare for stuff like the the regional games so if we don't let's say we don't make it to provincial games for the next three years we're just practicing every year waiting for the the next qualifier when you're practicing do you ever play games against Um, someone else though are you just just practicing with your own team so we'll usually have um we'll usually throw like uh throw together tournaments for other teams in the region to come like generally we'll have mm-hmm. practices every week but then maybe once a summer we'll invite teams like maybe to come in barrier okay. they'll invite us to come to their town where we just have like a small tournament just to and i mean we have enough athletes in softball barry um we have almost 30 where we just yep. have scrimmages we put two teams together and have scrimmages against each other. So they're always yep. staying game ready and stuff like yep, that. that um, so that's kind of the background on how it yep. runs year to year. So my tournament that is a fundraiser for that, I started because um, the second year after I was involved with them, we qualified uh-huh. for provincial games um, by winning the the local tournament. So with, Every tournament, obviously, like every games, there's a lot of cost involved, um, which Special Olympics is a charity, so they get a lot of uh, donations and stuff. But when I joined, one of the things I noticed was our Mm. equipment was kind of outdated. Um, 
was playing a lot of sports myself, I was like, yeah, they could use better bats and they could use better catcher equipment and stuff like that, better helmets. Um, so my, I started my fundraising uh, softball tournament, which I started because just knowing, like I said, I play so much uh, local yep. softball myself that I know so many teams and stuff. Um, I was like, why don't I put together a, like a fundraising tournament to raise money to pay for some of the costs that we're going to have for not only for the upcoming provincial games, but to buy them some updated equipment. Um, So it was the initial thought was it just to be a one-off tournament that I host just to raise money for that. Um, And then, so the first year I had it, uh, one of the ideas I had too was why don't I get a member, like an athlete from Special Olympics that already plays softball in Special Olympics to play on each team. Kind of make it more more of a fun and more of a unique tournament for for teams that I know than the usual tournament that they're used to playing in. Um, So that ended up being a huge hit. Everyone loved um, that idea. And the first year we had... 16, 16 teams. like one six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And we raised wow. $7,000. And that was, yeah, that was going to be the only yeah. tournament I had. I, and then afterwards, just people were like, you have to have this again. Like, this was amazing. You like, this was the best tournament yeah. we've ever played in. And it was so much fun that I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to do this every year now. Then. Um, so since that first year, our second year, we had, how many did we have? Uh, 30. Wow. We had 30 teams. And that year we raised 10,000. Um, every year the costs yeah. become higher too, um, to host it because you're renting more diamonds. And third year we had... 32 teams and that's kind of yeah that's kind of the max is 32 because there's there's eight diamonds at the at the very sports complex so i like to keep it just a one-day event too um because i usually hold it on the long weekend on the may 24th long weekend so just i like to keep it one day so uh 32 teams is kind of our max so the third year we raised fifteen thousand dollars and then last year would have been our mm-hmm. fourth year. And we didn't have it, obviously. Um, leading up to it, like COVID didn't really start becoming a major thing until March. Um, I usually start planning the tournament right after the new year every year. So I had already had 32 mm-hmm. teams interested um, before March. And uh, I take deposits. So... A lot of the teams had given me deposits already. And then once they found out that we weren't able to play, I told teams, here, you can have your deposit back. Uh, 90, more than 90% of the teams oh, didn't wow. want their deposit back. Yeah. They wanted to donate it, even though they weren't going to play. So we were still able to raise $3,000 yeah. that year, yeah. even with no tournament. And then also in the third year, we started doing like corporate awesome. sponsorships. So I put it out there. I 
canvassed businesses for stuff like, like we've always mm-hmm. done a 50, 50, uh, draw at the event. And we've always done a, like, a what's it called? Like a prize draw where prizes are donated yeah, yeah, to yeah. Ra- like a raffle draw. And, uh, we've always done that since year one. And those have always been big hits. Um, starting the third year, I put it out to businesses where we would advertise your business. You could put a banner on like on one of the fences for the diamonds and just doing that just to raise more money. So that's why we've been able to raise more money and not stay kind of at our, our base thing every year. But this year we had 32 teams again and it being our first quote unquote first year back from COVID. Um, people really wanted to play and get back into it. So we were able to raise just over $20,000. When this did year. you play this year? Cause obviously not May 2-4. Yeah. No, it was supposed to be May 24th. Um, it was, I think leading up to it, I was pretty sure we were still going to be able to have it. And then we went back into the, the lockdown mm-hmm. right before that. So it was oh, August one weekend okay. this year. Um, which is great. Yeah. So, because I saw obviously your 50-50s online and stuff like that. Um, and I saw your amounts. Did you do it twice? I feel like I saw you do two different fundraising things this year. Well, yeah. So this year when it was supposed to be on May 24th, um, I still wanted to do something. So we, my idea this year was to start the 50-50 draw. I actually got the idea oh. kind of from the Blue Jays who would do their 50-50 draw. Yep. They do it online as well as in person at the yep at the Rogers Center. Um, so I said, like, why don't I ask people if they want to, you know, do a 50-50 draw and, and started it. So I wanted to do something that made two for a weekend. So I ran a 50-50 draw and just told people, he transferred me the money, I'll send you the tickets. And uh, it was all a digital draw. And it's, my goal was to, raise two thousand dollars from that um well sorry one thousand with one thousand going to the winner um i ended up doing eight thousand with four thousand going to the winner so a local person a friend of mine that i knew through ball won four thousand dollars they donated back 500 pretty cool and it was uh it was it's a life-changing amount of money that someone won like $3,500 right. after donating back. Yeah. So I told him, you can't pay bills with it. You got to do something fun. And he's, he's a fan. He's got a family. He's got kids. So he said, oh, no, awesome. we're going on a big trip. Family that's really trips, good though. So. Right. Like, and that's why I think some people really like the 50 fifties. Cause it is like, you're still really helping like $4,000 towards like special Olympics is still good money. Right. So, um, yeah. that's really good. And you have the chance to win yeah, back yourself. I'm, so. I'm a sucker for 50 draws. So I always do it when I go to the Blue Jays games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, their amounts are crazy yeah, too. Yeah. So those ones you look at, you're like, wow, that's almost what I make in a year. <laughs> like it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. The Blue Jays. Well, the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays ones have been over really? a million now. Okay, I haven't seen, to be honest. I work somewhere yeah. that their sports are on all day, but I don't get to see the TV, so I don't get to know. I think their last one was a million and a half. Okay. I would love to win that. That'd be great. Um, Okay. Sorry. Back to the Special Olympics. So this year you did the fundraising, you held the tournament, but I like, did you say that you aren't practicing this year or you are? Sorry. No. So we were going to be able to maybe do a couple. 
Um, but the, the restrictions and the guidelines that they wanted in place at the complex and not just at the complex, because we still play at the complex, yep. like my league, um, the special Olympics guidelines that they want us to follow just became too much, um, to get like to logistically get started in the short amount of time that we had because they basically told us once i think once we got into stage three they said that they still weren't ready to allow us to start yet but the, they would let us know and then it was kind of like last minute mm. kind of like okay now you can go back but follow but follow these guidelines and by that time we had maybe time for oh, okay. two weeks of practicing left um, and one of the guidelines is they want all the coaches to be mm-hmm. vaccinated um, and all the volunteers to be vaccinated, not the, not the athletes, but just, but just all coaches. Just and a volunteers, weird little so. stipulation just for the people that are helping, but not the people that are playing. Interesting. Yeah, it, it was kind of odd to me because I mean, we're all mm-hmm. going to be in contact with each other anyway. So um it's good too because a lot of the a lot of the athletes um like i don't know that it's any more than usual but uh there's some immune immunocompromised people yep. and stuff like that that can't get it um you got a lot of the the people that aren't sure like i mean just just the same as yeah. the general yeah, population there's reasons so, from everybody yeah um, yeah so they just said coaches, volunteers have to be, and that was part of the delay in getting started too, is finding volunteers that were completely vaccinated because not everyone yeah, was yeah. yet at that point. People are saying, well, I still have to get my second dose soon. So we couldn't have them come to practices anyway yet. So to me, it was like, I guess we'll wait yeah. again until next year. Did they have those stipulations year, so. on your normal league or just on the Special Olympics one? The, just on special olympics those were special olympics is uh stipulations of having um mm-hmm. yeah with my league they don't they don't require anybody to be vaccinated the the complex and our league has their own things where they say you know stay six feet apart wear a mask if you can't which no one does um Everyone tries to, you know, do their things. I think everyone, for the most part, does a good job of, you know, limiting the risk. But really, everyone's yeah. just glad to be yeah. back playing. So. People want normal life to return. So I, I get it. Um, yeah. So is there anything else you are doing this year with Special Olympics? Like, is there anything people should look out for? Be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Myself, the, I mean, the tournament takes a big chunk of my, takes up yep. a big chunk of my year. Um, I love doing it, but every year when it's gotcha. done, I'm glad it's done until the next year because it's, it's very stressful. Um, but I wouldn't, yep. I wouldn't change it for anything. The, uh, the softball, coaching softball and the, uh, doing the fundraiser tournament are the only things um, mm-hmm. that I really do. With Special Olympics, um, all the coaches are involved in the kind of like on yep. the community level, um, and like we vote on things. All the coaches are kind of you know the chair people of voting on things that happen within the community. But um, 
there's not much more that I'm involved with personally. There's there's so many different fundraisers that like they have a, a torch run every year for with the very uh, oh, wow. police yeah. or with the OPP. Yep. It's one of the two. Um, Kiwanis has like a fundraiser that they do for Special Olympics every year, and they're always looking for volunteers to help with that. So. I mean, if you're looking to get involved with Special Olympics, anybody, like, there's so many things, whether, like I said, it's by community. So if you look up your local Special Olympics community website, there you can get involved in so many things, not just not just the yep. coaching sports or, or um, anything like that. When you are planning your tournament, are you the only one doing it, or do you actually have help with it? Okay, good. I have lots of help. Um, I have lots of – well, I, so that's the thing. I have – I have lots of people that will help, lots of people that love to help. Um, I would say 99% of it I do myself because I'm yeah. just that way. Like I have to, I have to know that everything's going to go off with a hitch and just know that like, yeah, that's just kind of me that way. Uh, so much help. Like I can't run yeah. all of it the day of. So I have my parents come and they help me, you know, take money for the 50 50 draw in the raffle. Um, my ex-girlfriend who got uh, me involved in special Olympics, we're still good friends. She comes nice. and helps the day of uh, my fiance, Corey. Now she usually puts in a team, Corey, but she'll come and yep. help me when she's not playing. I have volunteers that, like I said, take money and do all sorts of things. Um, I used to have volunteer umpires. Um, that was a bit tough because with it being 32 teams, I wow. need eight umpires yeah. all day. So it's hard to get people yeah. to commit to doing that. But I've since um, got the tournament sanctioned by a local, uh, like a provincial baseball cool. association, yep. uh, Slow Pitch National. So they've got me umpires. We like we still pay the umpires, um, but it's just it helps it become yeah. a lot more organized than it used to be. That makes sense. Um, more than trying to get as much money as I can donated every year now, I know that it's going to be a good amount of money. So now I've focused on just making it sound like making it okay. as good as I can of a product so that people enjoy it without, without worrying about pinching pennies here and there. So we pay umpires now and, and stuff like that. It just makes it a lot better. Um, how many sponsors do you find you get for the, like um, the business sponsors that you said you started doing a couple of years ago? You got a few like, so this year, this year we kind of quote okay. unquote maxed out uh, our sponsors. Um, like I just put together sponsorship packages. Uh, we have a tournament sponsor. We have diamond sponsors, so we have eight diamonds. You can put up a banner, your business yep. banner on each diamond. Um, we have, and then we have like our 50-50 sponsor, our lunch sponsor, just different things that you can put banners up. You can advertise in certain ways yep. on our Facebook page. Um, so this year, I would say probably around That's 20 awesome. businesses. And... Generated from that, probably $5,000 generated from ad revenue, just getting them to, and I mean, it's all, it's all right off for them. Like they get a, they get a tax receipt for doing it. So it's, it's yeah. win-win for them too. And 
helps us raise yeah, more that's money. The thing, but like I find a lot of businesses are are more willing to be like, sure, I'll put money in because it it's it is a win win for them that they get tax write offs and they might get business out of it. So why not? Right. And I mean, we have about 600 people at the event the day of, and I mean, the Facebook, you get free yeah. advertising on Facebook exposure from the event page and, and stuff like that. And it's all like, it's all for the most part, I would say 90% small yeah. local businesses too. So people are always um, willing to check out these businesses after and, uh, a lot of the businesses will also donate something to the Which raffle. So yeah. their product, um, their product. Gets you said on well. Facebook. So if someone wanted to find like the tournament you do every year, well, in special Olympics, but like your specific, if they feel drawn to what you're doing, is it like, do they have their own page all the time or only an event page when it starts to come up? So the event page is usually the main page every year. I do have a, um, it's called slow pitch for special Olympics, uh, whatever they call like it, a group just a page, page that's like, that. like, yeah, um, like, not, yeah, 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 exactly. Like a group yeah. page, not like a business page, but, uh, just like a page that you can go and like, and then I link the, the Facebook okay, event yeah. page to that every year. So most of our, most of our stuff is put on the event pages every year. Um, but you can find the events okay. through that page. Um, I try to share across all the platforms, all the, the donations and the businesses just so they get yeah. max exposure across all. And, but yeah, I mean, year round, if you wanted to find it, you could find it on, okay. on Facebook, slow pitch for special Olympics. Um, I can send yes, you a link if like you want to link yes, it to whoever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Basically, I mean, I got involved with Special Olympics just because I needed a reason myself to to give back because, I mean, the big thing is I play so much softball too, like I said, that I was like, if I have time to play this much, I have time to donate some of my time back to, to a cause because I can't just justify playing six nights, I mean, some weekends when we have tournaments yeah. i'm playing seven nights in a week but i have time to to donate my time back to that makes sense and it sounds it. So like that was a big reason sounds like you don't regret it at all it's actually been kind of a highlight sounds like it's 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 changed my life a bunch and i mean um i don't like i deal with my own mental stuff with like anxiety and depression i deal with so it's put a lot of perspective in my own personal life, like meeting these athletes who are, who deal with not just uh, what they deal with, but just, just, I mean, they deal with everything that we deal with on a daily life in yep. addition to that. So the perspective I've gained meeting some of them, and I mean, they're all the happiest people you've ever met and they're all happy go lucky. And it has put my own life in perspective a lot of just saying like, you know, they can be that happy all the time. I, yeah, I'm it's sure true. Like too. you just find that we, as I'll just say a functioning adult, I don't know how to say it. We, we do kind of lose like yeah. the sight of seeing people actually be happy in life. Cause I feel like we just get in the normal grind. So getting to see people that are just happy for anything for any little bit of like, they're just yeah. so full of gratitude. Right. But mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. And I mean, the, 
playing in my tournament um, as well, since I got athletes from Special Olympics mm-hmm. to play on each team, the way that some of them put it every year, they're like, I'm just so happy to play on a real team. And they call, they call like my team, like, or teams I play on or teams I play against like real ball teams. They're, they're happy to be integrated in something that isn't special Olympics where they get to play with, you know, people that yeah. they don't usually get to play. Um, with. So I didn't, did, do you play on your tournament? Cause it sounds like you're still heavily involved on the day. Do you know? I was about no. to say, I was like, I don't know no. how you would have time for yeah, that. I'm, one like each year i try to play like one game i'll jump on a team of like friends i generally know everyone in the tournament but i'll just say hey can i jump in for a game but other than that i'm crazy busy just organizing and putting in scores and making sure these yep. teams play next yep, so the ins and outs of it yeah i always i always say every year that i'm gonna next year i'm gonna have so many volunteers that they're gonna run it i'm gonna be able to relax a bit more yeah. and maybe play but by the time the by the time it comes, I'm just no. I can't <laughs> sit back. That's and how relax, I'd be so. if I had planned something like that. I wouldn't be able to be involved. I'd be just like, I need to make sure all those little things, all the pieces are in place. Yeah, it's not that I don't trust people. It's just I need to know that I got it done. Yeah, it's else. your so, yeah. it's your it's baby, right? OCD, so, so well, not your physical baby, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you put your like. <laughs> your soul yeah. on the line you kind of put everything into it each year and and you yeah, yeah. i don't know you don't want to find out something went wrong because you decide to play right that's what i would yeah, yeah not like exactly. i think anything would go wrong but you know your brain probably goes over it i'm gonna assume you're an overthinker just by yeah. what you're saying so <laughs> i'm just gonna oh i'm yeah a huge overthinker so i would just i wouldn't be able to play yeah. i'd be stressing too much um so, so anything else you kind of want to talk about with special olympics or anything like that to kind of tell people or i don't know anything you um yeah i like if you're looking to get involved get involved because it's it's super fun um it's really easy form of you know giving back and not having to for me, it was not having to worry about just like, why am I spending so much time doing this mm-hmm. and not helping out other people? So, um, and don't you find, go ahead. And if you're, oh, I was just saying, if you're big into sports like I am, like for me, it was a, such a natural association to join. Like, I love sports and I wanted to yeah. get back. Yeah, and so. it looks like they have multiple other sports, like mm-hmm. they have bowling and stuff like that. I saw quickly on the list. So, like, doesn't have to always be outside and they were ridiculous amount of sports and they like i was saying with the provincial games and the national that's not just it's like the olympics too it's it's winter and summer and it's also spring so they have a spring games and and they're on alternating schedules every four years as well which the traditional that does make sense because i feel like the the world special olympics is it done now the last week or something like that it was very recent like right after the summer games, uh, did they not? Um, maybe it's something different. See, I don't. It's hard I've, to find on the TV. I've got so out of touch because of COVID. I know when you were asking what level they're on now, I think the World Games for Special Olympics were supposed to be. I well, really I think because I, I don't know if they were supposed to be this year, but they did happen this year. Because just like the Olympics that just happened, were supposed to be yeah. from 2020. 
but they had to push it to the year, even though they still call it the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Um, but uh, yeah, the Special Olympics started, I think, a couple days after. Not like you can find it anywhere. Like I said, we're supposed to watch sports all day, but we can't find it on TV, which I think is stupid. But usually, it's usually online. You can find the Special Olympics <laughs> stuff. We only have TV channels. Yeah. But so yeah, like true. I know. Well, it depends what city it's into. I remember when it was yep. in LA a number of years ago. You could find it on some obscure Fox channels and stuff like that. But I don't get why you can't find it. Definitely not as right, shown but as like, much. Like I had a client the other day that said to me, "He's like, I want to watch the Special Olympics. Like, why can't we have it on?" Like I said, we watched sports at my work, and I was like, "I we can't find it." And he's like, "But I would like to watch it." I'm like, "I'm sorry, I have no way yeah. to find it." So. I can yeah. find it for you <laughs> Well, I can't get anything off of the internet at work. It's like I said, it's only off of the TV. So <laughs> I have no way to splice it into the, I don't know, eight TVs that we have running at all time. But uh, maybe, maybe next time they'll have it on TV yeah. that we can watch. Um, yeah, I remember, like, I've seen the, the opening ceremonies before on TV for Special Olympics, but it's, yeah, individual events. I feel like I would so rather watch those than the real Olympics. I shouldn't even call it a real Olympics. The other ones, I don't yeah. know. Like these people have come, like come through so many different like adversities to get to their level for the Special Olympics, and I think it's so m- much more fulfilling to watch than no offense, fully able. Yeah. And the the training is, I mean, before I got involved with Special Olympics, I didn't really realize the training is mm-hmm. pretty much the same. Like they train like crazy, especially the ones that are really seriously involved in yeah. in their sports, um, track and field, especially. Like they they have nutritional programs yep. the same as a traditional athlete. They train like crazy, and it's not just yeah. showing up and doing whatever event. Like they're a lot of them. It's it's a big part of their lives, just the same as any traditional athlete in the olympics so um i was gonna say something i don't remember anything else you want to say about special olympics or helping you or whatever we went through one phase and i interrupted you when you were talking (laughs) (laughs) no it's all good i mean that's i've said uh a lot about the tournament and stuff if you want to i pretty much the tournament kind of fills itself every year now but um if you are listening and you have a team that you wanted to put in um i'm pretty easily findable on social media and um yeah our tournament uh, like mm-hmm. i'm always looking for volunteers like i said too and people that can help yeah. with the day of so that uh because the thing just doesn't happen by itself so the amount of people that help me every year and and yeah, if you wanted to get involved in your own yep. local Special Olympics, then Find it, yep. they're always looking for volunteers. I know I know Barry is always, for every different event, is always looking for yep. tons of volunteers. I bet. So. Um, so do you just want people to find you on your Facebook page that you mentioned, or do you want people to find you on your actual personal one? Or... I mean, I can be messaged on my personal one and um, like our... I was saying our Facebook uh, page that's up year round, slow pitch for yep. Special Olympics. Yep. I'll send you that link, and I can be contacted through okay. that. Like I could. Well, it's up to you. That's why I always ask. If you if you don't want to give your personal, you can send. Just thought, just in case. 
Oh no, I, I really, I really don't care. Um, I have so many people that contact me for yeah. my tournament. That's one of the big things too, is leading up to the tournament. People will ask me so many different things about rules and, and stuff like that, that I, like, I would say the week leading up to it, I probably get like a hundred messages a day from different people asking me. And you have a normal full-time job. <laughs> I, I just, don't know how you do that. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I hope. That's why I want, that's why I'm saying once it's done every year, I'm just like, it's like a weight off my shoulders of, all right, I'm done until I don't start thinking about it until after the new year. And then I kind of start piecing sense. it together, but um so where can because you haven't said your full name so where can people find you on social media uh if they are trying to find you yeah <laughs> if you don't care yeah dustin agar yeah i will A-G-A-R. type that below as well um, there. yep yeah um yeah that's yep that's where i can be found you can message me if you, like i said if you're looking to the tournament interests you and you play softball or want to get into it um there's always teams too that they might put in a team but they're looking okay. to fill out the team so they might have not enough people join and they are looking for so even if you're like an individual player who likes the sound of the tournament and would like to mm-hmm. play there's like usually i can find teams to put people on that are just individual players and is that normally same thing um if you have a business and you're looking to i think i might be able to get you a oh, business sorry, in town to help you next time they're a sports place so so i was oh, awesome. like i'm pretty sure they would a sports, place, a sports yeah. place uh what score clips what is it i know the oh, the, yeah the haircutting place yep oh okay yep. yeah i know managers in both of the stores that are in berry okay. so i can uh yeah i know the the owners as well so i will yeah even if they wanted to donate to our raffle like we have uh we have a ton of not just physical items that are donated to our raffle. Like we get golf bags or stuff like that that people can win. We have a lot of services, so like yep. massage services like gift and cards stuff like or whatever, that that people yep. donate. Yep. Like, Most of the ones that I yeah. so stuff like that. So yeah. even even like a haircutting place, like if they wanted to donate like a haircut, yeah. then I th- actually I think there was a haircutting oh, yeah. place this year. I feel like someone won a haircut from some. Oh yeah, it was uh, okay. Man's Own yep. Barbershop. Yeah, the that I know, like they normally will, even if they give out, uh, like they, they'll donate stuff to raffles or they'll do like what you were saying for buying the banners. But I've also seen them just get like show up and just hand out like thousands of coupons to whoever shows up just to be like, hey, come get a free haircut. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we have we have stuff like that, too, where um, people donate just stuff that they mm-hmm. want to give away for free just to get their brand recognized. And we we kind of have like a main pavilion that we have set up at the tournament where we'll just put it on our table right. and we're like, here's some free stuff. People and people, people do love free, free stuff. stuff. So, it's very true. Yeah. And it, it's a, it's another way of, even if you're not donating cash for advertising for the tournament, you're still getting your brand right. out there and I have no problem yep. giving it free stuff. Yep. Like, no, they're pretty so. good. So I'll have to remind send me something when you start planning your tournament of next year and i'll and i'll reach out to the people that i know to yep. try to help you get more sponsors and stuff oh yeah I, i'll remember you for sure because i always reach out to every friend that ever tells me like yep. oh i know this business i usually i'll end up bugging them later being like oh yeah you said this uh, that's fine remind oh. me i might remind like you might post something in yeah. like january yeah. and be like oh yeah i'm gonna reach out 
Um, But uh, any final words? Other than that, I will let you enjoy the rest of your day. (laughs) Um, Awesome. It was fun. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, I will link everything in the bottom and hit Dustin up if you want to chat with him about sports. I think he'll talk to you about any sport, I'm pretty sure. So... I will talk to you anyone about sports for sure and generally just anything about life. There you go. Just a saying message for anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can. I mean, if like I said, if you're looking to get involved too, I can certainly direct people how to get involved in Special Olympics. Um, And I mean, let's say you're looking to get involved just within playing slow pitch in like the league that I play in. Okay. Awesome. I will For put sure. all the information in the bottom and they can find you if they want to find you. <laughs> okay, awesome. Sounds Have a good. great rest of your day. Okay, thanks. Bye. You too. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to Abnormal Adventures. Dustin was such a great um, little guest. He's not a little guest, sorry, a great guest today. Um, I hope you really enjoyed hearing about Special Olympics Barry. Like I said, I'll kind of link everything below and um, make sure to come find us at Instagram at Abnormal Adventures Podcast. And we got our website at www.abnormaladventures.com. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and rate five stars we are on all the things come find us bye